Oh, Trendsetters, this is episode 622 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg. And if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmooth.com. Now, um, I've got a lot of questions um, at the moment I've got to play catch up with. So what I might do is I've got a, an hour or two uh, spare at the moment. So I might see how many I can pump out and I'll try and upload two a day or so just till I can try and, you know, catch up. But in the meantime, you, you could be supporting the show by sending in your questions. Tim at Trainsmove.com. Now, what's been going on in my little world? Um, it's a good time to be alive for being a sporting fan. It's uh, Cycling's finally back. And some great cycling, too. Some great um, racing going on. I got, during that Christmas period, um, I, there's a lot of cyclocross. And I watch a lot of cycling throughout the year, a lot of it. And um, I get, I'm I'm good for a, a couple of weeks worth of cyclocross, and then I really need then I start wishing for cycling to come back. But it's it's been good so far, and the NRL season's about to start in in a little bit over a week. We've just had a couple of trial games, and I'm I'm quietly optimistic that my my beloved Knights are actually going to do well. But I but I I feel like this every year, and every year they they cripple me. Anyway, today's question comes from Kyle, who writes in, uh, after some advice on structuring two races together, I have a 70.3 up in, uh, coming up in 13 weeks, May the 21st. Currently, I am in the build phase for, for, for the five more weeks, followed by an eight-week peak phase and working on a 70 point, working on an 70.3 plan. I am, however, considering doing a full Ironman on 21st of July, which is 10 weeks after the half. Initially, I planned to complete the 70.3 and then start a 10-week specific Ironman plan in the lead-up to the race. However, I've been worrying that maybe the eight-week peak phase for my half is just going to is going to get in the way of my full full distance triathlon. Uh, the two plans are very similar apart from one long run and bike per week. Uh, would you suggest sticking to my original plan or going to do the or going to do an Ironman, full Ironman training plan from as soon as possible? Uh, any feedback would be welcome. For context, I completed a 70.3 last year in a time of six hours and two minutes. Um, aiming for uh, five hours 45 this year. Uh, this year's Ironman would be somewhere between 13 hours. It would be somewhere around the 13 hour-ish. Um, I'm 32 years of age. So... A few little comments before we actually answer your questions. If Alan, my beloved old coach and mentor, um, Alan Pittman, if he said, uh, if you said to him, you did a seventy point three last year, you did it in six hours two two minutes, he'd be he'd instantly th- say, oh, there was two two minutes of that were in, inefficient there. To you. you, you need to make every minute efficient. And he would say that. I could I could 
just see him doing it. Um, and also, as you're going, you can. I like how we name phases of training training systems. You, and and they're all different. You could have ten different coaches all have different names for their systems. You know, you, so so you're currently doing a build phase for five weeks, followed by an eight week peak phase, and um, it, it it always amuses me the names of them. But 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 I, I get where you're coming from with it all. Um, and and I think a lot of the phase names. Um, I think a lot of it we like to overcomplicate things, and and this and I'm guessing that these names come from the plan that you're using um, more than anything. But yeah, they're they're always a, they're always um, entertaining to me. Anyway, excuse me. Um, so as you said, the you've you've got a seventy point three coming up in thirteen weeks, followed by ten weeks after you got an Ironman. If you look at the difference here, um. But, but you said the, the program's pretty similar apart from you got a long a longer run and your longer bike ride for, for between the difference between a 70.3 and an IMM. You look at your age, you're 32 years old. You, last, year, last year you did a six-hour IMM. You're currently aiming for a five... Sorry, six-hour 70.3. You're currently aiming for um, a 545 with the goal for around a 13-hour-ish mark for a full IMM. Um, depending on the level of an athlete you are, and I'm just going rule rule of thumb here. But depending on the level of athlete you are, it depends how close your 70.3 training is going to be to um, Olympic distance training or Ironman training. The faster you are um, up the field for 70.3, it's probably going to resemble more Olympic distance type of training um, than Ironman. The, the slower and more developing you are, it's probably going to replicate a lot of um, an Ironman type of training group program. And the only main difference on that side of things is, as you've just pointed out, um, the long bike, the long run. So what's the negative impact here? Um, you've got to look at the negative impacts of... Um, if you go... If you continue doing your seventy point three training program, but increase it, I don't know what your what the bike volumes or anything is and bike intensities and stuff. But let's just say you grab your long bike weekly long bike ride and and increase that slowly um, over whatever time to six hours every week or every second weekend. Would that have a negative impact to your seventy point three training? Can you recover from that? Um, and the, you should be able to recover from that because you're slowly increasing the volume. You're, you're not going to go from a weekly three-hour bike ride to a weekly six-hour bike ride because that's going to have a negative impact in days to come or a week to come. Um, so you're just not going to be able to recover through that volume. Um, so you'd want to maybe increase it 30 minutes every every week or every two weeks. Um and then you're getting more aerobic volume in, um, and that that's not going to have a negative impact on if you slowly bring it up and you find you're still recovering from it. 
that's not going to have a negative impact on your 70.3. In, in fact, that's probably most likely going to improve your 70.3 because now you're getting that same amount of time of training in on your bike ride that you would during the race itself. So th- th- these are good aerobic miles. Um, let's look at the run. Um, I'm, I'm guessing your long runs around two hours um, and an Ironman, you're probably going to be wanting that good, closer to three hours. Um, so what's the negative impact there? Well, that you're going to have that has a potential of having a negative impact on your um, 70.3. So you need to increase that very, very slowly, and not only a negative impact on your 70.3. It's got a and that's not the right wording. Um, it's it's got the potential of having a negative impact on everything, um, weeks, days to come, because you're trying to recover through bigger volume. Um, it's potential of getting injured um, is a lot higher so you've got to really slowly increase that so maybe um, and I'm guessing here because I don't know what your plans are that you're following Um, so let's say your training plan um, has a weekly long run of two hours um, slowly increasing that, you know, by 10 minutes every every two weeks um, and and monitor are you recovering through that if you're not recovering through that um take a step backwards or stay there for another week to see if you're recovering but slowly building that up to to around that three hours or 32 k's or 20 miles or whoever however you want to um quantify that the um long swims i'm hopeful hopefully you know you're not going to have most likely not going to have too much of a negative impact by increasing your swim if not or you're already doing it to 4k swim at least one 4k swim session a week um and you could probably do that um if if you know obviously if these this is all hypothetically that you've got your the available training hours to do all this um so you could still follow your 70.3 plan up you know to the 70.3 but i would be encouraging you to increase your bike volume um, long ride and increase your long run very very slowly on that long run and um, look at you know just ensure that there's no negative impacts happening from it so if you go out um, for a a six-hour bike ride what's the negative impact that you get are you recover as long as you're recovering from it and and you're um getting good technique throughout and you you know doing everything correctly um it's only going to help you 70.3 and in particular you're going to recover faster from your 70.3 you can have an athlete doing um averaging 10 hours a week and um they'll do a 70.3 and it could take them uh, over a week to fully recover but mostly recover from that race you can have that same athlete train 18 hours a week do the same race and within two days time they're back to maybe three days time they're back to normal training they've just recovered so much quicker from it um so it's um it's a juggle but i would definitely be increasing um those and um, I'm, I'm also guessing you might even have on your 70.3 some what I call a little bit of spice to it. So you sp- where you're spending some time at um, race-specific power or race efforts or race whatever you, your program set.
um, you might want to back that off for a little while while you're increasing in increasing in volume for those long runs. Um, if you're or in long bikes, so if um, you've got a Saturday, your typical average person, because most people work Monday to Friday and they get weekends off, so they're generally planning their bike rides for their um, uh, long bike, long runs and stuff for the weekends. So let's say your long bike ride Saturday. You do your long bike ride, you do your long run Sunday, and let's say it's more of a recovery day, active recovery day on on Monday, but you've now got a key workout on Tuesday. But if you can't do that key workout um, because there's too much fatigue, you've, you need to take a step back somewhere there so you can get that, um, so you, you need to be able to recover properly. And then maybe it could be a nutrition thing too. Are you, um, is that what's holding the recovery back? So you could you could dive d- as deep as you like into all those little aspects, but as long as the big pictures, um, the meat and potatoes of it is get, is getting getting ticked along, you you should be fine. That's where how I, w- I would look at doing it. Um, as for going from 70.3 to um, straight into your eight weeks, 10 weeks. Uh, so for, for the, I would definitely be having a very easy recovery week straight after that 70.3. Um, I wouldn't be looking at taking a week off. I wouldn't be even looking at taking three days off um, in a row. Um, and this is me generalising here because I don't know you Um, but I would look at maybe the very next day after 70.3 doing anywhere between one to two hours very 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 easy spinning on the bike take the next day full recovery and try and try and focus on good quality food on you know from the moment you cross that finishing line um, for, for the next four or five days quality of the food you got to get you know straight up straight after the race you got to get some carbs in and then shortly after that you got to get start getting some protein in and really look after that that week straight after um so the next day as i said one to two hours very 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 easy spinning on the bike um number day two take a full rest day day three four and i and for the rest of that week it's going to be nice easy recovery training um and then the once the next week hits it's you know back into full ironman training i hope that helps mate good luck with it all if you have any questions keep on hitting me up until next episode hooroo